0: It's 11 o'clock, I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. A man who's suspected to have kidnapped a toddler and a domestic helper has been arrested. Activists have been found guilty of inciting people to join and taking part in last year's banned June 4th candlelight vigil. And Beijing has told the new civil service college to nurture patriotism. Police have arrested a 42-year-old man in connection with the alleged abduction of a foreign domestic helper and a toddler. Officers are not ruling out more arrests. Timmy Sung reports.
1: Officers conducted their investigation in Pat Heung in Yunong where the two alleged victims were found. They received a report at around 8 a.m. yesterday that a foreign domestic helper and a toddler had been dragged into a vehicle on Victoria Road in Pock Fulam. Hours later, police received a call that a helper was screaming for help in Pat Heng. Officers located the pair, the 39-year-old helper and the 19 month old baby, who were taken to hospital for checkups. They had minor wrist injuries and were discharged later in the day. A villager told reporters that their hands were tied up. It's understood that they live in residence Bel Air in Cyberport, and the toddler's father is a Japanese man who runs a restaurant in Hong Kong. Police say they have since arrested a suspect in Kwutong in Shanghai and located the vehicle believed to have been used in the case. Officers said more arrests could follow.
0: Apple Daily founder Jimmy Lai and activist Chow Hang Tung have been found guilty of inciting people to join last year's banned June 4th vigil. The district court also convicted Ms. Chow and activist Gwyneth Ho of taking part in the unauthorized assembly at Victoria Park. Damon Pang reports.
2: In delivering the verdict, District Court Judge Amanda Woodcock said Jimmy Lai had attended a press conference outside Victoria Park in the evening on June 4th last year, along with members of the now-defunct Alliance in Support of Patriotic Democratic Movements in China, the group which had previously organized annual vigils at the park. Ms Woodcock said Lai's presence was a deliberate act to rally support for the illegal gathering. The judge added that Chao Tong. The then-Vice Chairwoman of the Alliance had written a post on her Facebook page with an implicit intention of asking people to join her in Victoria Park. The judge noted Chow had also handed out candles outside Victoria Park that evening while referring to a commemoration vigil without saying where it was. Ms Woodcock said in a judgment that the prosecution has proved beyond reasonable doubt that what was said and done was an intention by the pair and others to unlawfully incite people to knowingly take part in an unauthorized assembly. The district court also convicted Chow and activist Gwyneth Ho of taking part in the assembly, which the police banned, citing the COVID-19 pandemic. 21 other co-defendants in this case had earlier pleaded guilty. The court had issued an arrest warrant for two other suspects, Nathan Law and Sunny Cheung, who did not turn up for the court proceedings.
0: Beijing says Hong Kong's new civil service college should focus on nurturing patriotism among civil servants as well as their willingness to serve the people, world vision and strategic thinking. Wendy Wong with the story.
3: A deputy director of the Hong Kong and Macau Affairs Office, Zhang Xiaoming, joined a ceremony to mark the establishment of the Civil Service College by video link. He said the central government attaches great importance to the training of civil servants in the SAR. He cited remarks made by President Xi Jinping, who said top officials as well as civil servants in Hong Kong must serve the country with absolute sincerity. Speaking at the same event, Chief Executive Carrie Lam said civil servants should accurately understand the constitution and basic law so that they can uphold the one country, two systems principle and take up the responsibility of ensuring national security. Mrs Lam added that they must also respect and learn about the vision of the Chinese Communist Party as leadership by the party is a defining feature of socialism with Chinese characteristics.
0: Seven imported COVID infections were confirmed today. All of the patients were fully vaccinated. Five flew in from the U.S., the U.K., Thailand, Pakistan, and the Philippines. One man spent time in Denmark and Germany before arriving here via the U.K. And now the weather. It'll be mainly fine with the minimum temperature tomorrow to be about 19 degrees in the urban areas and a bit cooler in the new territories. It will be dry during the day with a maximum temperature of around 23 degrees. Moderate east-to-northeasterly winds freshening later. The temperature now is 19 degrees and the humidity is 74%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The government says restaurants shouldn't have too much trouble making almost all customers use its Leave Home Safe app. Scanning QR codes became mandatory today for all but the young and old entering restaurants, bars, sports centers and entertainment venues. Joanne Wong reports.
4: Checking into a restaurant by writing down your name and number is a thing of the past for most Hong Kongers now. And it's the government's Leave Home Safe app that rules but there are some exemptions. On a commercial radio program, one restaurant operator said he was worried that his staff wouldn't always be able to tell just by looking whether a child was under the age of 16 and therefore allowed to enter without using the app. In reply, Diane Wong, a deputy director of the Food and Environmental Hygiene Department, said the children themselves ought to know how old they are. Everyone can use common sense to handle this, said, adding that young customers deemed to be under 16 should still provide their details on paper. Ms. Wong was also asked what restaurants should do in the event that a customer wanted to dictate their personal details for staff to write down but the staff couldn't understand their Chinese. The same restaurant operator, a Mr. Lam, said this had happened before, with staff struggling to comprehend the phone number a woman with a dialect was trying to give them. Again, common sense would be the key to handling such a situation, Ms. Wong replied. I believe during the communication, if they're a bit more patient, They can accurately get it, she said. At one restaurant RTHK visited, some elderly customers said they were using the app, even though those over 65 are not obliged to do so. Mr. So was one of them.
1: It's
5: convenient when you're used to it. We've been using Leave Home Safe. Filling in forms is troublesome.
4: Another elderly man said he was also using the app, although he needed a bit of help with it.
1: I kept pressing but
4: couldn't get it right, he said, adding that he's 80 and can sometimes be a bit clumsy.
0: Godiva has recalled the six types of ice cream products because they contain the pesticide ethylene oxide. Here's Jimmy Choi.
6: Food safety officials have called on the public not to eat the products imported from France. They said European authorities alerted Hong Kong about the unauthorized use of the chemical found in the product stabilizer. The ice cream concerned are 100 milliliter packs in flavors such as chocolate cheese and Belgian dark chocolate. The batches have best before dates ranging from October 2022 to April 2023.
0: The ICAC says three more people have been arrested on a suspicion of inciting people not to vote or cast invalid ballots in the upcoming LegCo elections. The suspects are two men and a woman aged between 22 and 57. They're accused of sharing an online post asking members of the public to cast blank votes at the polls. All of them have been released on a bail. The anti-graft body made three arrests last month and was granted arrest warrants for former Democratic lawmaker Ted Hoy and a former district councillor in connection with similar alleged offences. The bell in the clock tower of the old Tsimsa Choi railway terminus has rung for the first time in 71 years. The Leisure and Cultural Services Department organized the event to commemorate the first time the bell in the historic landmark chimed 100 years ago in
4: 1921. Jimmy Choi was there. Sam, Ya)
6: The clock tower broke its silence at 6 p.m. for the first time in 71 years. Hundreds of people witnessed the historical moment near the Chimsa Chui Promenade. The landmark in Chimsa Chui was built in 1915 as part of the former Kowloon terminus of the Kowloon Canton Railway. The terminus was demolished in 1978, leaving behind only the clock tower, which was declared a monument in 1990. The bell in the clock tower started reporting time with its chime in 1921, exactly 100 years ago. But in 1950, the bell and the four clocks in the tower went out of synchronisation, and the bell has stopped ringing since then. And to mark the centenary of the bell the leisure and cultural services department thought it'd be a good idea to let people relive the history of the clock tower and the bell so they started looking for help from experts and a bell manufacturer in the uk while they couldn't manage to repair the original bell which now sits at the very bottom of the tower they did find a comparable historical bell that produces a similar chime amy ho is a senior manager from the leisure and cultural services department
3: have the original bell placed on the ground floor of the clock tower. But we are not reviving a, a fake one or just uh, doing something like synthesizer. The bell foundry in the UK, they are finding the drop when they have cast many bells. Some of them are identical with the same tune. What we do mind is the tune and the sound of the bell and the resonance to produce the chime.
6: The bell will ring every hour, every day. The Cultural Center will also launch a series of activities and an exhibition this month to showcase the history and architecture of the clock tower.
0: Beijing officials in Hong Kong have warned Western forces against trying to undermine this month's LegCo elections. They also criticized U.S. President Joe Biden's Summit for Democracy, which opened today. Wendy Wong reports.
3: The Commissioner of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Hong Kong, Liu Guangyuan, says foreign forces trying to interfere in Hong Kong's electoral elections will be fought back by the Chinese government. At a liaison office seminar on the essence of democracy, Mr Liu said some bewitched Hong Kong people blindly admire U.S.-style democracy, thinking it can solve all problems in society. He said a democracy summit hosted by the United States is aimed at distorting the meaning of democracy and stirring up political conflicts. Meanwhile, the deputy head of the liaison office, Chan Dong, condemned the US for inviting former Hong Kong lawmaker Nathan Law to speak at a summit. He asked, isn't it ironic that for evil political purposes, the wanted fugitive is being treated as an important guest? Mr. Chan said anti-China forces are trying their best to hinder Hong Kong's democratic development, but they won't succeed.
0: Some MPs in Britain's governing Conservative Party have said they'll vote against the government's new coronavirus restrictions in England, while a substantial rebellion is expected when the plans come to a parliamentary vote next week. They are likely to pass with opposition support. One of those opposed to them is Marcus Fish. I would be suspicious of uh, advocating or, or mandating as they are vaccine passports such a massive imposition on our liberties a massive attack on personal freedom Of course i'll vote against it everybody should vote against it this is a fundamental thing about what sort of society we want to live in it's a disgrace that they're that they're pursuing that utter disgrace Diplomats from Iran have returned to Vienna for talks with Western powers on salvaging the 2015 nuclear deal. Today's negotiations are, according to the British Foreign Foreign Secretary Liz Truss, the last chance for Iran to sign up to a deal which would see it cut uranium stockpiles in return for sanctions relief. Here's the BBC's James Landale.
5: Talks between Iran and world powers resumed last week for the first time in five months. Their aim to breathe life into a nuclear agreement abandoned by the United States and breached by Iran. The hope is to find ways of curbing Iran's growing uranium stockpiles while the US lifts economic sanctions. But the talks were soon suspended. That's because Iran said it wanted to ignore much of what had been agreed back in June. Britain, France and Germany said that was unreasonable. There wasn't time to renegotiate everything. Western officials say China and Russia shared that view. So diplomats returned to Vienna today to find out if Iran will temper its
0: demands. New Zealand is to enact legislation that will make it impossible for young people to buy cigarettes. The new rules mean anyone currently under the age of 14 will never legally be able to buy tobacco over the course of their life. Dr. Aisha Verrill is New Zealand's Associate Health Minister.
4: We know the vast majority of of smokers. uh, We know it from studies and from my personal experience. uh, They want to quit And so we're helping them do that by taking tobacco out of the communities
3: and making sure it's less addictive.
0: And a reminder of our top stories tonight. A man who's suspected to have kidnapped a toddler and a domestic helper has been arrested. Activists have been found guilty of inciting people to join and taking part in last year's banned June 4th Candlelight Vigil, and Beijing has told the new Civil Service College to nurture patriotism. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK,
5: Radio 3. It all worthwhile. Someone like you. Keep me satisfied. Someone exactly like you. I've been traveling a hard road. They've been looking for someone exactly like you. And for the light to come Shining through Someone like you bring it all worthwhile Someone like you Make me satisfied Someone exactly like you I've been doing I'm so, so searching find out where you were at I've been up and down the highway In all kinds of foreign land Someone like you Make it always wild Someone like you keep me satisfied. Tough exactly like you. I've been all around the world, marching to the beat of a different drum. to come, someone like you, bring it all worthwhile, someone like you, head very satisfied, someone exactly like you, someone exactly like you. don't know if you're a Van Morrison fan. He's released a lot of music over the years as a solo artist. But I have to be honest with you, my favourite all-time album by him has got to be Poetic Champions Compose. Absolutely stunning. You'll find that track on there, amongst other things. A couple of great instrumentals as well, by the way. How are you doing? We're into our second hour this Thursday. Peter King with you through till 1am with our marvellous musical Magical Mystery Tour. A few radio rarities coming up as well, like this one from Lindsay DePaul.
3: One for you and one for me.